Welcome to my podcast, Chatting Up with Dauhi. With this podcast of mine, I want to reach out to people who have made an impact and talk to them about them for a change. Not their careers or achievements, but what it is about them that makes them tick. A casual chat up about how it is like outside of the life we don't get to see. So join me on this new journey and let's have a free-spirited laugh ride together. When I was doing my research on her, I realized of all the people I've recorded and spoken to, this is someone who makes me feel a lot lesser or that I'm not doing enough. With all the challenges and hurdles that she's come through, Doreen Barber is truly an inspiration. Thank you so much for joining me today, Doreen. I am absolutely thrilled to have you here. Thank you so much, Tafheda. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's 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 a pleasure, absolutely. Doreen, you know, when I read, like when I was reading on you, I saw that, you know, throughout, like, to, to where you are today you've faced a lot of challenges a lot of hurdles everything like right from the time like you were born you had the civil war and then you had the battle with yourself and then so many more hurdles that you seem to have come out of thrivingly can you just briefly take us uh, through your yeah. journey to where you are mashallah today yeah thank you uh, i mean who doesn't face challenges in life who doesn't face difficulties um, but of course, the the intensity varies from one person to another, and the re- the reaction also, the response. Um, so I've I've grew up in Lebanon during the war, mm-hmm. and um, in the nineties I got diagnosed by uh, osteogenic sar- sarcoma, a bone cancer, and my leg got amputated above the knee. Um, I would like say like briefly like my life was full of challenges because mm-hmm. I was like left with a new body, new disability, and I couldn't, I didn't know what, what, uh, how to get along with that, how to move on, especially because like in the 90s, I was 15 and mm-hmm. there was, wasn't social media or internet. I couldn't like search yeah. or Also you were up. just coming out of the trauma. From yeah, the war. like war was tough. And were I, you in like right in the center? of? Yeah, place? yeah, yeah. There, there was a lot of conflict oh. uh, in Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the civil war so um, so going uh, like when the war ended I thought that like this is the worst that could happen but yeah. you, you never know like life is full of surprises yeah life is full of surprises and I continued despite my disability and my difficulties I continued my life but uh, somehow like my dreams were were I shifted direction like my mm-hmm. dreams I couldn't um, like for example it was difficult for me to think of doing sports again because mm-hmm. you were a very sporty person. You yeah, saying, yeah. I, I I was passionate about playing basketball, the running. Uh, it made me feel empowered and and um, I felt uh, alive mm-hmm. when I when I used to play basketball. So uh, sports were out of the question for me. The only mm-hmm. thing that I, I was able to do was swimming, and it was lame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I, I probably it must not be as adrenaline. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, like swimming, like the water is carrying you in the water. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen if you? <laughs> I know how to swim. Yeah. Uh, but um, you know, I continued my life, and yeah. here I am today. Uh, despite everything, I'm here, yeah. and I achieved what I achieved. So let's briefly talk about your achievements. You know, she's just saying I achieved what I achieved. You know, as if it is something you've done marathons. You've done like marathons. I think is the thing now. But uh, to uh, participate and come out successfully in a triathlon and to be a Guinness record holder, no less, guys. So I mean, like that—that's a lot of achievement, right? So yeah. you cannot just brush it up. Yeah, I've achieved what I've achieved. I think everything that uh, I have passed through in my life have prepared me for this. Yeah, and. Um, Sometimes we, when we we are passing through a difficult time, we think that uh, all the emotions come rushing in, and we think we, we don't want to feel pain, we don't want to feel because it's uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. 
But the thing is, it's um, opportunities for us to change and transform and to yeah. learn something out yeah. of it. Uh, but for me, it wasn't like that. It was like more, why did this happen to me? Yeah. I needed to find the answer, why yeah. this happened. Yeah. And, and somehow I created the reason for, for what happened to me. Uh, which is uh, inspiring other people, being Brilliant. the role model I was looking for all these years. Because when I was 15, mm -hmm. I was always looking like, who can help me like move mm -hmm. on? Mm -hmm. I couldn't see someone that can be an example for me. So I felt like at some point in my life, I felt like I can be that example to people. I wow. can, I can challenge that realization. Yeah, that, that like I can challenge myself. I can... Um, venture on like doing like trying new stuff uh, but also this didn't come like out of nowhere mm -hmm. I had a defining moment which I decided I wanted to be a different person I wanted to to change my life and take control mm -hmm. so before we get to that defining moment you were just saying that, that that's the thing with life right when you have it all you don't really push yourself you don't but versus when you are faced with an adversity is when you actually challenge your boundaries. Yes. So probably, you know, what you've gone through has obviously made you like or got you where you are today. Otherwise, you could have not been as, you know, prominent or as inspiring probably as you are today. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Everything that happens in our life prepares us for something bigger. Bigger. Uh, I think that belief is something we all struggle with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can do that. Uh, yeah, I see yeah. a lot of people like there's, there are like, I know, thank you so much for saying I'm inspiring. But, but for me, there are a lot of people that are inspiring, but they don't see that. They don't see that they are inspiring because yeah. because they they didn't see how... Like they didn't believe in themselves. Mm -hmm. They didn't they just, you know, like did, did what they have to do. And they didn't think yeah. that it's a big thing what you have you accomplished. You just lead a complacent, monos like monotonous life, not yeah. realizing the impact you could have on others. Yeah, it, it's good to give yourself credit also. When yeah. you've done something, overcame something, it's good mm -hmm. to give yourself credit yeah. because this this will help you uh, mm -hmm. move on and and and. Uh, accept uh, the new challenges that I think in a lot of ways women don't recognize that right yeah because we just breeze through life we don't take a moment to absorb what we are doing the absorb and uh, enjoy or like revel in something that we've done we just move on to the next thing yes yes definitely and especially nowadays like yeah oh, nowadays it's overwhelming life is so fast and so fast. And, and, and even you feel like okay for me like I've done this okay now what's next I want I want to think about something mm -hmm. new I think that's that's a culture in Dubai right you're constantly looking for new things to do yes you have to be on top of the game because I think everyone is in a rush yeah in Dubai I, think I don't think it's a good thing it honestly isn't. we need to slow down Absolutely. slowing down enjoying enjoying life feeling the moment um let's just enjoy enjoy the moment enjoy this is my actually my resolution this year to enjoy every moment like to absorb it enjoy it and there's mm -hmm. no rush in life just be who you want to be there's no yeah. competition you know yeah. like you're only competing with with who you were mm. and who you want to be now so there's no competition against anyone because no one can be there in I mean, like you will have your. Space. You can be inspi mm -hmm. You can be inspiring to someone. They can mm -hmm. do the same thing, but no one can be you. Like yeah. you know, you, you are. Unique. You are unique with your own journey, with your own uh, perspective, your own responses. Yeah, absolutely. So when you said you had this defining moment, and uh, that is when you decided, okay, you're going to take hold of things. How did that happen? How do you understand? Okay, like when did you? When did the realization 
you know, strike you that I have to make something for myself. I have, you know, I think a lot of women are just waiting for that kind of motivation. Yeah, I think uh, what happens with, with us human beings is that we stay comfortable so much that, that, that I think life hits you with, with something and, and it's life changing. And you have to, now you have to change. You have to stand up. Yeah, you have to stand up and change. And that happened to me because right after I delivered my second child, I fell in the kitchen and I broke my hip where, oh. my, where my amputation is. And that was 20 years after losing my leg. So 20 at that years. 20 years. Oh. So at that moment, I but was by like, then you had been used to your life without. Yeah, yeah. used to my life, but also I wasn't really accepting myself like as my disability. I was always living in the shadows, trying to uh, merge in the society, trying to like like I'm like everyone, you know, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. not showing trying forcefully to fit in. Forcefully to fit in. But you are like no. Yeah, exactly. I think it's in the mind, right, that you have to fit in. Whereas I don't think people around you would realize it like that. Yeah, because you want to protect yourself, mm -hmm. because we are afraid of of people's reaction, people's opinion. Mm -hmm. That's why you. You, you don't, don't want that attention. Yeah, you don't want attention and you're afraid of what would they think, what would the reaction be. Even mm. though if I'm doing something that will free me or make me feel comfortable, I, I wouldn't do it because I would be afraid of, of people's reaction. Mm. So hiding myself, I came to a point where like I broke my hip, I have to change, I have to get up for my kids. Mm -hmm. So this was my defining moment because I realized like, I've been living all these years. I haven't exercised. I haven't attempted exercise. Now I'm oh. forced okay. to rehabilitate. So you, after this injury, you gave up on sports. You gave up on working on yourself. After losing my leg, yeah. I, I oh, gave yeah, up on sports. Mm -hmm. But then when this accident happened to me, I was forced to rehabilitate my body mm -hmm. because I had to be strong altogether to recover in order for me to walk again. Mm -hmm. So when I started the rehabilitation process and I lost a lot of weight, that when the transformation happened and I felt like confident and I felt, why haven't I done this before? I wasted so many years not uh, attempting exercise. You know, I'm a kind of person if this, like I used to think like this, if I don't have this, I, would, I don't want anything else. Oh, okay. This is hard. When you have yeah. this mindset, you... Uh, you borderline OCD. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, like if you can't have if this... this is it, if, that's if, it. If not this, then nothing. Yeah, so mm. this is what I had, this mentality. Like, mm. I lost my leg, then that's it. I'm not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. I can't run, that's it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't try anything else with my body. So I started uh, working out, lifting weights, and I started to see the change. And that made me feel confident. That made me feel... Like, wow, I can do a lot of stuff. I can now, uh, yeah. like, uh, explore my abilities. The, the disability didn't matter as much. Yeah, exactly. Because I saw that uh, I, I was focused on what I had lost yeah, and, and forgot what I have. Like, yeah. being grateful mm -hmm. is the most important thing. Yeah. Like, that is the root of all beginnings. This is the root. And, and believe, believe it or not, if you really be mindful of what you have and, and be grateful... We are. We all have. We are rich. We are rich. If you have a roof, if you have food to eat, your kids are okay. I really mean it. Like if you think about it, when you're sad, there's nothing to be sad about. 
when you look at lesser fortunate people that is when exactly. you value what you have exactly Absolutely. we always think about you know oh i should have had this you know why don't i have this we always question like you said you know we ask god why god why me yeah but then we look at lesser fortunate people and like we are not even in a position to even you know raise that question yes for all the blessings that you have like you said you know one one disability put you back so much that you ignored all other parts all of the strengths of yours yes and even though some people will tell you well you don't know what what i'm passing through or mm. what you don't know they think always that their problem is the biggest yeah and i have like there are people that are worse than my case absolutely and and uh, i think the 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 most important thing is not look about like not look at the people that are misfortunate mm -hmm. more look at what you have like uh, focus on your life don't you have yeah what's important like what's the main pr main mm -hmm. thing that's important having the, your health your mind because this will help you actually achieve mm -hmm. your goals because all what i have achieved is because i changed my mind i changed my thoughts the way i think mm -hmm. it's not about did anyone uh, guide you to because all those years you've been living in this constant state of self pity like you said or you know trying to fit and you've always been seeking that validation at what how did you train your mind to think differently uh the thing is if anyone like uh, passes through a transformation people will see that change on you and they start to encourage you and, and i applaud you so I just needed a little applaud, mm -hmm. like wow, you lost weight, like just this thing, yeah. Yeah, wow, you lost weight, wow, wow. On some subconscious that, level, we all seek this. Yeah, will 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 push you, like mm -hmm. yeah, I did it. Yeah, this will push you and will will open up a whole new world for you, and you'll think about what you can do more, what you like, how how you feel about yourself is very important. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how people feel about you. Yeah, at the end, when you reach your goal, you know, then you'll be so proud of yourself. Yeah, definitely. And especially for someone like you, where you said that you've always been, you know, hiding away from the crowd. To coming out, you know, like, uh, I think you, was, you were also a part of a bodybuilding competition where you built your body so well that you even won. Yeah. So how was that? Like, you know, putting yourself in the spotlight, you know, yeah. from hiding in the shadows. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I was hiding from the shadows totally. I mm -hmm. was hiding my disability, but yeah. not me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. because I was always engaged in uh, youth uh, activities to help the the uh, the people in need in Lebanon. I was in an okay. organization, so we used to do a lot of charity oh, so for people. When did you move out of Lebanon? I moved out in 2006 when I got married. We moved to Dubai and we started our life together, me and my husband. And I was working at that time. I was in insurance. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been I've worked in that field for almost eight years. Uh, there was also a, a brief uh, like statement of yours where I read that you found it so difficult, hard to find a job even. Exactly, it was so hard for me because I couldn't uh, go to university right away after I graduated school. Mm -hmm. My parents couldn't uh, like afford, so I had to do something to find a job and then. Mm -hmm. pay for my uh, for my education mm -hmm. so i did um, an administ administration diploma in ywca and then i started looking for a job and it was like an adventure because like people <laughs> like yeah. oh okay but why do you limp i mean what does that have to do with my qualification? Yeah, and it's not like a job you, you would need to actually walk around exactly it's yeah, like it's i'm best job. it's administration like mm -hmm. secretary like yeah. uh, so that was hard for me honestly wow. to find a job then i landed a job in insurance okay. and my career like uh, started it took, yeah, yeah it took off and i started to 
learn more about insurance and I, I couldn't like of course I was full-time working mm. and I couldn't go to university and I was already building a career so mm. I was like yeah let's let me yeah, then you think you're sorted yeah, yeah like yeah I'm I'm making money making money and I'm, I built my career in insurance so okay. and then you moved here with your husband but yeah where do you meet your husband in Lebanon Lebanon yeah and the organization that we were in the chari- charity organization we used to do a lot of activities for kids for the elderly Oh, so your interests are aligned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Together, the youth group. Mm-hmm. And then, how was it when you moved to Dubai? Uh, it was life changing. Yeah. Because I immediately took that decision. Me and my husband, my husband back then, I told him there's no way I could live in in, in, mm-hmm. in Lebanon, because uh, you know there's no facilities. There's no. Uh, it's life is not easy for a pe- person with disability, and mm-hmm. and to raise a family there. It would be harder also. Okay. So we wanted to level up and, and we moved to Dubai. And honestly, my life changed because here it's like life is easy. Mm-hmm. Life is more uh, accepting. Yeah, more accepting. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, it's easy for people. It's accessible mm-hmm. for people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. So, so I found like, uh, wow, like it's a whole new change. Yeah, a whole new change. In fact, you know, if you think about it, when you are disabled, it's not what disables you is... The means that 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 are not available for you to move. Yeah, it's not uh, in you. It's not in you. It's what because goes I you. wanted I want to move on, but mm. help me like make things accessible for mm. me so I can move. Yeah. For example, for the blind, for the deaf. Yeah. I don't see like a lot of things that are accessible mm. for these people. I think in many ways they want they are more they are they want to do more, but the society is kind of. Like not not yet ready to you know accept that change. Yeah, and 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 these people somehow we don't see them in real life. Yeah, we like don't get into that. You yeah. don't see a lot of blind people, for example, crossing mm. the streets. You yeah, don't well, see. We don't see in Dubai. You don't see because I think uh, we need to work more on accessibility mm-hmm. for for uh, everybody. Yeah. So like going back to how was it being in the spotlight? Uh, Honestly, I opened... I think uh, not just uh, the fashion show, but overall, like, you know, there was... Like you said, you made a conscious decision to come out and be, like, be the, be the inspiration that you were seeking. Yes. When I when I realized how, how powerful I am and how, what I can be and what I did to myself and how I changed myself inside out, I wanted to give that to other people wholeheartedly because I, fa- I thought about... Everybody I looked at, like me, I thought, this, this is Darin. This mm. is Darin, 15 years old. This is Darin, 9 years old. This is, the, You know, like, I, I looked at people as if they are me and they mm. need help. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to give, that, give back. Mm. That's why I opened up my Facebook page and I started to share my story and the feedback was amazing. And mm. that's what kept me going on. So I think you, yours would have been one of the first stories to have come out like that. Uh, not necessarily. There are yeah. other people. But for me, like few, very few. But for me, it was more from sports point of view. Yes, I was mm. the first in the, in the region mm. to be to go yeah, into in region, sports. Yeah. Uh, and and open up as an amputee, uh, make mm. a public profile and stuff like that. One of the first Arab uh, athletes as well uh, that uh, participated, finished a super sprint triathlon okay. with a prosthetic leg, and I participated in uh, World Beauty, Fitness and Fashion Show in yeah. London. Yeah, uh, yeah. In and how was it with the spotlight? Uh, I mean, like I did this competition because I wanted to challenge myself 
and face my fears of people's perception of beauty and perfection. And because, you know, it's what happened to me is all about the appearance, like my mm -hmm. appearance, my, um, my view of myself was, was broken. So I wanted to challenge that and appear on stage like I, I don't care, like this is me and I, I am happy, I, I love myself. So this is why I did that. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, it's, uh, it's, it was amazing, honestly, to face. You know, fear is like, it's in your head sometimes. Mm. Yeah. It's bigger than you think. Mm. But when you attempt something and the fear goes away. Like, yeah. And then you wonder what were you fearing all along. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, wow, like people That's like, it. because you know what? When, you, when, you, when I did that, it also sheds the light. Every person will think of themselves. Well, I can't do that. She did that. You yeah. know, mm. it makes the other person disabled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So th this is what I was telling you, right? Reading your story makes me feel so much lesser. Oh my God, like, am I doing enough? I could, I could do so much more. But, but this is yeah. not the point. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not the point. Th this is the thing. Basically, I, you know, I want to challenge myself. Like, I can do more. I yeah. Can, I can the, work the, out. Like, yeah. There's a fine line between like thinking, oh, wow, look at her. She's like, as if I'm not. Yeah. Or, or there's like, oh, wow, then I can do it. Yeah. You know, there's a fine line. And I think this is w when... People sometimes feel competitive. It's mm -hmm. not a competition. I'm yeah, doing this for me. Yeah. And if you think you can do it, then this is my message. Yeah. And please, uh, the you stage do. is yours. Yeah. <laughs> it's not me to prove anything. I'm proving mm -hmm. this for myself. It's my journey. Yeah. So what next in your journey? So you've been singing. You've been like you've been trying, dabbling your hand at different stuff. It, it all. It's like a flow. My mm -hmm. life is like a flow. I'm, I don't force anything mm -hmm. uh, because my mindset has changed and because uh, I, I live optimistically now and and I try to to stay positive as mm -hmm. much as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, things come to me by themselves. So so it's yeah, not. It's like you attract all vision, the, like a vision. Yeah, I have. Of, of course, I want to be successful. Mm -hmm. I want to be a, a great speaker. I want to um, like. Um, like expand my 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 vision my my message to to all over the world but this will come naturally mm. if you have the mindset you know if mm. you have the right thinking everything you will attract it yeah yeah that's so, what like what you manifest is what comes yeah back. exactly yeah. yeah yeah so because you know how how hard is it for you to stay constantly positive like it's it's not it's not like um, i mean it's not about staying positive as as about being optimistic. It's hard to stay positive. Sometimes you wake up in a bad mood, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But overall, you're optimistic. You t during the day, you change your mood. You, you control your thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever is coming into your mind, you just control it. You just, mm -hmm. uh, whatever negative thoughts, you, you, you're just aware of what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. It's not like uh, being negative is not really a bad thing, but because if you're not mm -hmm. negative, you don't know how to be positive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're positive all the time, like you look like a stupid person. <laughs> it's like a fluctuation of emotions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mm -hmm. mean, you have to pass through ups and downs in order for you to uh, to, to uh, learn about yourself mm -hmm. and, and what you can, like how you can change. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know. So do you go back to Lebanon? Are you trying to do anything that supports your vision in Lebanon as well? Uh, I've done a lot of, through the years, honestly. I've done talks. I've done uh, talks in schools, and uh, now after my song, I released my, released my song. I've had a large 
positive feedback from from very young people like mm-hmm. from people from four years old six uh, teens okay so a lot of schools contacted me in mm-hmm. lebanon but unfortunately i couldn't travel because i'm here so okay. when i am there uh, i will try my best like to uh, accommodate all the requests that that uh, so do you like i do you intend to uh, actually practice like your uh, philanthropy or your uh, message in lebanon Staying not there. not intentionally like i want to do that but mm. if uh, if i am there yes why not i will mm-hmm. participate in whatever yeah. because i want to help also people in my mm-hmm. country to to help them overcome because mm-hmm. now the situation is even worse even worse yeah, yeah. i understand because but now with the economic crisis it's going because i had a lot of friends who went to lebanon and they came back they love the food they love the people they love the rich history that uh, yeah. you have But you know, I, the, with the crisis currently, it must be difficult for you. Yeah, yeah. as a tourist, um, you as will a, love the the country, yeah. but living there, it's uh, it's difficult. My yeah. my family is there, yeah. like it's difficult. Mm-hmm. So, how has your life changed post your positive, post your uh, the whole growth? Uh, change, of course, to the better. To I, the better. I'm achieving yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I'm achieving a lot. And what is the message that you are constantly trying to give out with? There is no disability in life. Like mm-hmm. disability is just in in your decisions. You like if if you have something and you want to decide and you cannot decide, it, it disables you. Like mm. you, you need to take action. You need mm. to uh, to be courageous in life. Yeah. To take risks. Of course, calculate risks. Not not go throwing mm-hmm. yourself out of yeah from the building. So so I think. It made me believe that impossible is nothing. Mm-hmm. There is nothing impossible in life. If you mm-hmm. put it in your mind, you can do it. And this is what I try to teach my kids yeah. also. Like nothing is impossible. You have to have the discipline, the consistency. There is working hard. You There have to so work. The kids can. Learn. You, yeah, you have to work hard for mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't come easy. Yeah. Working out doesn't come easy. The, now I yeah. struggle. I go through ups and downs. I'm not mm-hmm. always like, yeah, I want to wake yeah. up, go to the gym. Not, not. It's not the, yeah, always it's not like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always like this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have my ups, I have my downs. So I have, but I learned how to cope. I learned how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is something that you can obviously pass on to your kids. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I on, encourage all the parents to put their kids in sports activities because mm-hmm. it's very important. Yeah. I mean, I cannot stress enough how important it is to have this lifestyle, active lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you're not like you don't like to go to the gym, stay active because yeah. it is important. Like your body needs to uh, move. Your body because if you like, there's a saying: a healthy mind is in a healthy, healthy body. body. It, yeah, it is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, I've experienced. You've experienced it. it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I've seen the 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 great results that it mm-hmm. had on me. And I really want everybody to live like this because yeah. it fights aging also as well mm-hmm. as you age. Yeah. So, anyways, now let's move to our quick take segment where we have quick answers from you, quick fun answers. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, what is one thing you would do differently given a choice? Do differently given a choice? Yeah. Uh, you surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, is there an if or no? Like, if given a choice, something that you would do differently in your life. <laughs> do differently in my life. Maybe I would have pursued uh, a career in music. 
music earlier than, earlier. than now yeah, yeah because because you really have taken to it yeah because i had i have the talent and i have the passion for it but also i i didn't like put much effort in it because also i had my family and my uh, my mm. uh, my health and everything but but i think that was uh, i would put more time yeah so do you see yourself doing more of that going forward uh not not all the time, yeah. but yes. But you'll yeah. explore more. Yeah, definitely. So what is a quality that you would wish to give up on? Quality I wish to give up on? Bad quality? Yeah, something okay. that you want to give up on. <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> what is this? Bad quality. Um, I think I'm very radical in my... Uh, in my decisions sometimes very radical in my decisions yeah but this bad oh, no it, not necessarily not right? necessarily but then it works sometimes in your favor as well right but it could be like more thought like whatever you want it to be right <laughs> <laughs> what is a personality trait that you have no time for personality trait i don't have time for yeah what do you mean or something that you cannot stand in other people in other people, yeah, not yeah. in me. Not uh, in I'm me. like, uh, <laughs> you <find it> <laughs> me. <laughs> the complaining. Okay. I don't like complaining, mm. especially when people complain to you, and they ask for your advice. Mm. You give it, then a few days later they don't do with it, and they complain again about the yeah. same thing. I don't like it. You don't like it. <laughs> so when people come to you with their concerns, are you able to guide them in the right manner? Yeah, I can believe you. I can talk you into believing in yourself in one hour. Yeah. Definitely. So do you like? Did, uh, I read somewhere that you went uh, for coaching, mental health coaching. Yes. So how was your mental health during this whole process? Mental health coaching. Yeah. You mean like the uh, NLP? No, no, I didn't do an NLP. Didn't? No, okay. No. So, but then you talk a lot about your mental health strength. Yeah. How was it during your all what I passed through? Uh, it it was a struggle, honestly. Like because. As you said, it's not about you, it's about the society. So you're trying to absorb people's reaction and they make you believe something that is not true about yourself. Mm -hmm. so, you, so you're fighting thoughts that are uh, imposed on you, that are wrong. That are wrong. But you yourself, you want to move on and you, you have a smile and you want to like uh, enjoy life, but you, you are... stuck with this. Yeah, you, you're like faced with people's reaction, people's doubts, people's fears. Because they are not ready to accept you. Because if if they put themselves in your in your shoes, they feel like they would have given up. So that's why. Oh, and that, that that demoralizes you. Yeah, too. of course, because you're like you're fighting. Because there's a lot of the majority of the people look at people with disability as if they are marginalized. You know, they they they're useless. Uh, they're weak. No, it's not. We move differently. We have special needs. Yeah. We have special. Yeah. Uh, but but doesn't mean that we cannot be productive or active. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a disability, but which you are addressing in that regard. But overall, it doesn't hamper you as a person. Yeah, sometimes I I lived my a part of my life trying to prove to mm -hmm. people, and this is something I think backfires at you because you don't have to prove anything for yeah. anyone. Yeah. But then you are faced with people who like don't believe. You know, don't yeah, believe yeah. in you. So this is this this was my journey actually, the fight, the yeah. struggle in believing in myself. Mm -hmm. I, I needed to believe in myself. Yeah, I mean like this hip injury is what actually This was my defining because yeah. you know my my kids I think were my motivation. Not I think I my mm -hmm. kids were my motivation because I had something to stand 
stand for. Like, yeah. like I have to be strong for them. Mm. Uh, I think if I didn't have my kids, that accident maybe would have taken me a long time to realize that I needed to do something yeah. about it. But, but I have someone that yeah. is that and needs they me. Like you were, they were young as well. Very young. My daughter was six months. Oh, so you had to step I up. I had to like uh, change uh, to because I have a partner also. I don't want to bring my partner down. It's very important when you pass through a life-changing experience. I mean, it's good to feel the emotions. It, it's definitely uh, your right to feel depressed, sad, whatever it is. But also for people, like I'm going to tell them, advise them, seek uh, professional help. Mm -hmm. When you pass through any tragic trauma, crisis, whatever it is, because you will need professional help at, at some point yeah. and not uh, lay all the um, uh, the happiness on your partner or your family. It, it can drain them. Yeah, it can drain the relationship as well. Yeah, definitely. And, 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 and it's not that they can help you as the help that you require. Exactly, you require. exactly. It, it drains them emotionally and physically yeah. as well. Yeah, and then so, you're bringing them down with you. Yeah, definitely. You bring people down with you yeah. if you're down. So in your mental journey, like with your mental health, was how was it with your partner? Like, did was he supportive? Like, did you understand it together? Yeah, we sailed through this together. Yeah, my husband was uh, was very supportive. Was uh, like in our vows, for better or for worse. Yeah. yeah, definitely, because we have we have like any couple, we have our ups and downs. Mm -hmm. uh, we supported each other, and we still support each other through our journey, through his also journey. I support him, and he supports me. So, so we are there for each other. This is yeah, true love. This when, is... when, when you pass through a bad situation, you find someone yeah. that that will. That is when you actually. Uh, that's the litmus test. Yes. When you're actually know yes. in a bad situation. Yes, exactly. So, what is one myth about life that you would like to debunk? One myth about life that you would like to debunk. Debunk like. Uh... Yeah, like to prove wrong. Prove wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh about myth about life. Mm. Mm. So everybody believes in something that, you know, probably that you can also prove otherwise. Uh, I think death, we are, we are all scared of death. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no reason to be scared. <laughs> because, because I have, I have a point, I believe me, I have okay. something. Okay. I realize something. Maybe I'll, like, with experience I'll realize more, but yeah. I asked myself this question, if I think about that, like, where was I before I was here? Like, I didn't have the awareness, where was I? So, I think when you die, you don't know where, like, like you still... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a very good way to look at it, yeah? Yeah, I mean, do you know where you, where you were? Yeah. No, you don't, like, do you remember? No. no. <laughs> so, except for some religions, I think they remember. Yeah. But, uh, but for me, like, there's no reason to, to, to be scared, because it's like, a switch like like on yeah. and off oh, that's yeah. it <laughs> i think that, that's a good one i think people can actually live with you know that's something that's i i don't yeah. philosophize like have a lot of philosophies in life but i think when you simplify things you live happy mm -hmm. you know and uh, try to live day by day like uh, people try to plan like years mm. and years yeah. like you never know because my life mm -hmm. was changing like, I woke up that day, I broke my hip. I woke up, I didn't know I was going to break my hip. Mm -hmm. So you never know what will happen. Yeah. So I think people need to, like, relax. Slow be, down. Slow down, enjoy the moment. That's it. Oh, this enjoying the moment. I, um, I was living in Abu Dhabi before. And when I moved to Dubai is when I actually realized the importance of it. 
because life in Dubai is so fast-paced. As much as I enjoy everything here, I can actually feel my life running away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's already been seven months. It's, yeah. it's too fast. Yeah. So what would your advice be to your 20-year-old self? Ah, oh, interesting. 20-year-old, I was working at that time. Uh, I would say... I was working and I was falling in love. No. Uh, no, I, I didn't meet my husband back then. But I started my job and I, I remember it was very stressful because I wanted to do good. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I let the people around me to uh, make me feel bad about myself if I did something wrong in the job. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you want to do everything so I would say, like, you, be confident. You would do, go the extra mile to prove yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would say, like, be confident. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, like, enjoy everything that you're doing. Don't mm-hmm. complain. Because I used to complain. I used to complain. <laughs> be more confident. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think confidence is a big thing. Yeah. I think a lot changed when you came to Dubai. Yeah. Right? So if you were to write a memoir, what do you think you would call it? Like a memory, something, yeah? Yeah, your autobiography. Oh, autobiography. What would I call it? You, like, obviously, because with all the experiences that you've had, <laughs> I think, you know, it, it calls for one, right? I think your song is also a testimony. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, I think so I would call I it, it yeah. I would call it Basma, like uh, imprint, foot, uh, fingerprint. Yeah, and that's when I thought about it. Maybe, like, because you had such a powerful song, yeah. it makes sense for you to probably also do an autobiography. So what is happiness for you? Happiness? Happiness is the process of... Uh, it's the process of life. It's the process of, of... It's your journey. This is happiness, I think. It's not a destination. It's not some, somewhere I, ah, I want to reach this so I will be happy because I've tried it and it's not. It's, it isn't that mm-hmm. at all. It's, it's the work that you do that leads you to the to your goal. This is happiness for me. Reaching your goal. Yeah, reaching your goal. And it's the process mm-hmm. while reaching your goal. It's everything. What are three traits that define the real? What are three traits that define me? I'm undefinable. <laughs> <laughs> one, one big trait? Undefinable. Uh, I think I would be... Um, Determined mm-hmm. is one thing. Clearly, yeah. uh, resilient. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely resilient. Uh, patient. I'm very patient. Yeah, you've been patient through life, through life, and and for people also. I'm very patient, very diplomatic. I give chances, but when when there's no more chances to give, I cut off people. How do you cut life. off people? Like, have you had people in your life that have been negative? So how do you cut off yourself from them? It's not about negative. It's about toxic. Toxic, yeah. Toxic people. It doesn't matter that I don't love these people, but it's important to think about your well-being first. This mm-hmm. is very important. Yeah. To, uh, learn to say no to, to things that will uh, affect your, your, your mental health, that will affect your life. Uh, you should give to others and you should be there for others, but there's a limit. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, it's normal, like, like, like people, psychologists also, they go to psychologists yeah, as yeah. well. So, so, so I spoke to one psychologist once and that is what she told me. So I asked her, like, how do you manage with so much sorrow coming to you? Like so many troubles. Yeah. She's like, we pour it into another cup. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So 
don't I try think it's a you know chain yeah and and for me because i have one trait also in me i i have a genuine uh under like i, I listen to you genuinely i try to help you and i always try to help mm -hmm. try to figure out a solution mm -hmm. for this so person's uh, comes to you for yeah so that takes a lot of energy from me but if i see you not taking action i feel like well why did i waste all my energy so I think this is toxic when, when, when you waste your energy on people that don't appreciate it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's it. You stop. Yeah. You stop giving. You stop giving. Yeah. yeah. Your energy how, wasted. How, how, how difficult or how easy is it for you to say no? Easy? Like how is it? Like I find it so difficult to say no. I find it difficult to say no to my kids sometimes, honestly. <laughs> to the people that are but To my important. kids, it's no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to to really close people, my husband, my kid, my mom, my sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. like these are really close people. Mm -hmm, but yeah. I learned, yeah, to say no, because, you know, it's better to be honest than say yes and not be, uh, be uh, like, uh, committed. This is also one thing in me, like, I am very honest. And maybe people would, would get hurt, like, if say no, but I'm being honest with you. If I can do it, I will do it. But if I'm not, this is also protecting yourself. Yeah. Because you don't want them to feel reject, like mm. rejection and you don't want their reaction to hurt you. That's why you try to please them. Mm -hmm. No. It's a people-pleasing world. Yeah. But, but no, I, it, doesn't uh, it's, it doesn't work like this. Yeah. You want to uh, get ahead in life if you, if you uh, don't uh, really, rather not really honest with about yourself. every word that you say with yourself. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Doreen. It oh, was... we finished? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Wow. It's really a pleasant conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time today. Like, it was lovely talking to you. Lovely. You're such an inspiration, Doreen. And I always hope to get inspired by you. Thank you so much. I'm not going to feel lesser about myself. I'm going to push myself to Definitely do push yourself. And you can yeah. do it. You can do even more. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to drop in your comments and suggestions on this podcast. There are so many more stories out there just waiting to be told. So make sure you have subscribed to Chat Me Up.